Hey Broom and welcome back. Joining me by phone today is another one of our special guests. We're having a chat with young Crystal Stacy. Uh, she's a Broom local who ran off to join the circus. She's uh, back in town at the moment and is also working with uh, Theatre Kimberley uh, with a uh, virtual uh, some lessons online. Here to explain that uh, a little bit better is Crystal Stacy. So how are you doing Crystal and thank you for making time for the show today. No, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. And it's great to uh, have you back in town. Of course, you uh, grew up here and uh, you've uh, gone off to join the circus and then you're sort of back joining us now. So why don't we start off, I guess, with um, how did you go about getting involved in that? Did they know you were back in town and they just said, ah, Crystal's got some skills. Let's see if we can put her to use. Yeah, well, um, I guess Theatre Kimberley and Standby Circus is very much responsible for my career in circus. And they started at PCYC, and that's just grown since then. So every time I'm back in town, I definitely chase them up and try and see what skills I can give back because that's what it's about, right? Well, that's it. Yeah, you know, the community's given you something, and it sounds like you're uh, you're giving back with these lessons. All right. Well, let's let's touch more on that then. I guess your uh, your sort of journey through circushood. So as you said, you started when you were sort of younger. Maybe you're. Uh, youth, your teen years, uh, going through Sandfly Circus and a few other things, and they were the ones that actually inspired you to continue training in circus and performance. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. So, uh, like Gwen Knox, who's very much associated with Theatre Kimberley, um, re-established the Axel and Commit Sandfly Circus, which was running out of PCYC for its beginning years, and then moved into BRAC, which is where Sandfly has been for like the last five years or so. Um, obviously not at the moment with covid got some restrictions but I think as things progress and restrictions lift that we'll be moving back into our normal space um, but herself and also Mary Deku work with Dahlia Pigram um, kind of raised me in the circus community and gave me the inspiration and support to go out into the arts world um, beyond Broome. So that was pretty pretty incredible pretty grateful for that opportunity. Yeah and then beyond Broome what did you um what did you sort of do as far as like circus training? Is there like a clown college? Did you go to somewhere professional? What happened with that? <laughs> clown college. Uh, not myself. There is a clown college. I didn't go that far. I just went to clown high school. Clown high yeah, school. Yeah, I went yep. to <laughs> um, the Flying Fruit Fly Circus, which integrates circus from schooling years three to years 12. So I did my last three years of schooling there graduated and then went into the industry. So so since then I've worked with Circa um, and an independent company called Hot Brown Honey. Yeah, and so let's yeah. talk about them. What is Hot Brown Honey? What do you do? So Hot Brown Honey, I guess, is an intersectional art show. So we have multi-disciplines. It's five to six women of colour from all different ethnicities that are Australian. So it's like, for example, I'm Chinese, Indonesian, Australian. We have Tongan. Samoan, South African, Maori, and obviously Aboriginal. Um, everyone brings their their art form, so either it's dance or beatboxing, rapping, music directing, burlesque, and I bring the circus element. That sounds and fascinating. Me. Yeah. Have you ever brought a show? Yeah. Have you thought about bringing a show to Broome? Oh, I'd love to bring a show to Broome, but it's, it's just there's some hurdles in the way, you know. It's so far away from everything, but that's the goal in the long term, definitely. Yeah, it'd be a pretty special show, I would think, because I've seen some of the other places that uh, Hot Brown Honey has been performing, you know, some of these other sort of big festivals and sort of art-type gigs across the world. Any particular one that you would want to share with us? Any uh, any great stories from that? Oh, so many great stories. I think traveling is incredible. It's almost like, you know, hands-on university. Um, the best thing about it is meeting all the cultures around the world, like First Nations people, 
their stories. And the festivals we get to be a part of are really special as well because it's generally just such a big mix of, like, yeah, incredible, incredible people. We have toured for the last six years now, um, mostly internationally. We started off doing Adelaide Fringe and we've done Sydney Opera House a couple of times, which are all incredible festivals. But I think overseas is definitely the highlight. I think Canada is just an extremely precious and beautiful place to tour um, and experience is probably my favourite by far. But we have toured the UK and a little bit of Scandinavia, Sweden and Finland are really far away, but um, really worth visiting if you ever get the chance. Add it to the bucket list. Yeah, thanks for that. So um, on top of that as well, you've also been busy in Broome with uh, a few other gigs in the past, such as the uh, burlesque, the um, bust out. So what can you tell us about that? Bust out. Yeah, it's amazing. It's a fundraising event. So it helps fund most of Theatre Kimberley's projects and community art involvement, whether it's in town or the outreach program in communities. Um, basically, any artists or locals who want to give it a go, have something they want to kind of showcase any kind of skill. We've got burlesque, circus is usually involved, comedy and singing. It's um, Yeah, it's a really great night for a really good cause, basically. And hopefully we'll be running this year as well in whichever capacity uh, yeah. we're, we're allowed to. I was talking to Meredith about that, and they're really still hoping to put on, that on alongside, um, you know, worn art as well, some of our usual uh, cultural activities here. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. I reckon it can happen. I reckon it can. We're talking, uh, you know, later on in the year. And speaking of as well, later in the year, um, you're only really in town, I guess, is this sort of like a, a hideout for you? You're sort of, while everything shut down and you can't really do too much performing um, as you normally would, is this like a, a bit of a working holiday for you? Yeah, I guess so. Like a residency creative development to um, upskill and take rest and be home. It's been really healing, actually. I don't know how long I will be here for. Um, the year obviously changed really rapidly. I was supposed to be on tour in the UK at the moment and doing Glastonbury Festival, which is pretty big, which I was lucky enough to do last year. But uh, obviously, with recent events, um, I'm homebound and I'm loving it. So I'll probably be here for the rest of the year. And everyone's like, what are you doing next? I'm like, I don't really know. And that's kind of amazing. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, just enjoying taking it easy. Broome is a good place for that, I think, especially the time of year you managed to get here. How are you finding it? What's uh, what's your favorite parts of Broome? You know, you've been away for so long. What have you missed more than anything? Uh, the beach. Definitely. It's pretty nice here. So you've seen the whole world, or a lot of it, and still uh, the Broome Beach uh, has a special place for you, eh? Oh, yes. The beach, but not just the beach, like Broome in general. Like From all my travelling, and I still have a lot of travelling to do, uh, there's nowhere in the world like Broome. Nowhere. Special little place. Home is where the heart is.